Again, welcome out to Peacappy Podcast. We're going through our catching up binge podcasting uh, weekend and moving right along to Advanced Generation Episode 9. If you're new to Peacappy Podcast, uh, welcome. This is a show where we go through every episode of the Pokemon anime and analyze every single action that Ash Ketchum takes. We talk about his character development, uh, the relationships between all the characters, potential life lessons, and extremely nerdy topics like the the mechanics of the Pokemon language and how time works in this world. All sorts of crazy things. It's all good fun, except when it's serious business. And I hope you enjoy it with us. As always, Peak Happy Podcast is brought to you by PokePress. You can check them out on YouTube or at pokepress.blogspot.com for all sorts of videos and interviews uh, about the Pokemon world and various corners of the Pokemon fandom. There should be some interesting interviews coming down the road with industry professionals involved with Pokemon. But right now their blog has a lot of coverage from various tournaments and fan events and unboxing videos as well as some discussion on music that should have been involved in Pokemon, uh, involving myself. You can visit them on YouTube or pokepress.blogspot.com, or follow links in my blog page, and I'll give you that info at the end of this episode. Like I said, it is Advanced Generation, Episode 9, The Taming of the Shroomish. So today, uh, the team has spent a lot of their time hiking in the woods, and now they're back to civilization. And May, for one, is happy about it. Um, they're not quite at Rustboro City yet, but it's a stop on the road, Rishin Town. Um, and it lets them stock up and get some food and all that. Like, May is so urban. She, she needs her city life. Ash has been dying for a good burger. Brock has his mind on supplies. So they consult the town map and decide to split up. Ash and Max are going to go get food and then try to find some Pokemon. And May will go shopping with Brock, and they'll all meet back at the Pokemon Center later. For the shopping team, uh, May finds all sorts of fashionable clothes. Not that Brock really cares. He's, he's really focused on getting the essentials first, and medicine, etc. But May wants to window shop, and I think he's wishing now that he went with Ash. Still, Brock manages to get all the stuff he needs and impress May with his organizational skills. Nobody plans for travel like Brock, and, and truly, this series has not seen his equal. Um, but also in this town is an old, decrepit mansion falling apart, and Brock and May hear rumors that it's haunted. Maybe the whole town is cursed. The construction team working around it is getting creeped out, and some of them just up and quit. 
which made some job openings for Team Rocket. Uh, They're trying to get extra cash with legitimate employment this time. Uh, Not that they're adjusting well to it, but they try. Uh, But this construction crew that's trying to take down the old house keeps seeing things moving, even though no one's lived there forever, and fresh footprints. Sometimes they can't breathe, or they get confused and pass out. So, that's a problem, yeah. Um, but while May is like, haunted mansions, let's check it out, Brock is a little more hesitant. Like, he has to be dragged, and there's some whimpering. <laughs> and why not? Brock has not had a good track record with the ghosts and, and the haunted mansions. Like, there's the ghost of Maiden's Peak, and there's Lavender Town and Sabrina, which was all pretty terrifying, and maybe his best friend died for a few hours? Like, that's gotta shake a guy. Like, every time we meet a ghost, Brock does not fare well. So yeah, he's not going willingly into that place. But while May drags him along, we'll check in with Ash and Max. Um, Max's research tells him city Pokemon like to hide in dark alleys, so they're not spotted. So the two of them are looking through all the tiny corners and odd areas of town, and they do find a shroomish, uh who is not so happy that it got found, really. But Max is so cute. He wants to feed it Pokemon food and be friends. Like, it is truly the most adorable thing. Um, He uses Pokemon food from a can uh, to lure Shroomish, which is important because Shroomish doesn't find it appetizing enough to overcome its aversion to, to these strange people, and it shoots out a stun spore. Max and Ash retreat for a bit, but when the mist clears, Ash tries again with Brock's Pokemon food. And he also does a few interesting things Max didn't do. He sets the food on a towel on the ground so, like, he's not shoving his hand in Shroomish's face, and Shroomish doesn't have to eat off the dirty ground. Um, And he also has Pikachu the Ambassador to eat some pellets and prove that, that it's safe, you can trust this human, he's cool. It works, and Shroomish eats up and gets a little friendlier, and Max is kind of miffed, like, I could have made friends too if I'd had Brock's Pokemon food. But Max does get his wish when he gives Shroomish a handkerchief and ties it around its head as a present. Shroomish really likes this, thinks it looks real cool, so it and Max are friends. And Max notices that Shroomish usually live in forests, that's kind of where they thrive, so how'd this one end up in a back alley of a busy city? Hard to say, but maybe it got separated from a trainer or something, so Ash suggests that they take it by the Pokemon Center, and Shroomish agrees. And in the process, they walk by the old mansion, narrowly missing uh, Brock and May, but not Team Rocket. The Rockets see Ash and Max, and basically I think that construction job won't last five seconds more. Uh, but Shroomish, uh, something about the mansion makes it scared or or sad, It's got some feelings about this place, and after a second, jumps out of Max's arms and runs inside, and passes May and Brock. And I kind of love their little exchange. It's like, all sorts of things could happen in a place like this, and Brock's like, yeah, I'm aware of that. (laughs) Oh, baby, you've been so traumatized by the haunted mansions, and it's only Gen 3. Hang in there. Uh, But in following Shroomish, our four friends get reunited, just in time to get in trouble for trespassing. Uh, A man comes over and explains that they're cutting down all the trees in the garden, so it's dangerous for a bunch of kids to be running around. But when Max mentions the Shroomish they were following, the man is surprised. There haven't been any Shroomish in this town for ages. He thinks the kids have to be mistaken. 
but there used to be shroomish here. Uh, the mansion in question actually belonged to this guy's grandfather, and the grounds were teeming with shroomish. As a little boy, he could come over and play with the Pokémon all day long. But the forest surrounding the mansion shrunk over time, as the city grew, and so the shroomish population started moving away. And when his grandfather passed away, the city council decided to tear down the mansion and surrounding gardens to make room for new buildings. And that's when the haunted trouble started. I'm starting to see a connection here, but the kids and this guy go inside the mansion to look for Shroomish and find it, along with a couple of others. Pikachu hops off Ash's shoulders to ask them what's what's going on, because all three of these Pokemon look a little miserable. <laughs> And the dude we met postulates that the shroomish who lived in the forest, like as that forest was cut down to make way for city, some of them must have moved into the mansion. And now that mansion is going to be torn down, so they're not going to have a home. It's kind of scary for the local shroomish. They don't want to be homeless. Uh, this dude, whose name has still not been said, finds an old picture of himself and his grandpa and uh, and all the cute little shroomish. But while he's reminiscing... Team Rocket comes up through the floor in an explosive blast. Like, not long ago I was praising Butch and Cassidy for stealth and, and getting the job done, sort of. Uh, but there's something about JJ and Meow's just, like, all-cylinders-firing approach that's kind of impressive. Kind of like the original Robin or Disco Wing costumes, like, anyone can wear grays and blacks and hide in the dark, but it takes a special kind of courage to charge at the guys with the guns in the brightest, most flashy, couldn't-miss-that-if-I-tried costumes. <laughs> like, that is confidence. There is no fear in Team Rocket. Like, we want you to see us and face us head-on. Look your destruction in the eye. Uh, well, of course we're gonna Pokemon battle. Pikachu jumps into action, Cacnea gives its trainer a good luck hug, Seviper looks kind of enthused about this, like, I mean, yeah, Seviper was born for this. Arbok always looked like it was punching a time clock and like, oh, why did I come to work today? But Seviper is completely on board with all of Jesse's evil. Um, but before the battle can really get going, the three shroomish in the corner start screaming. It stops everyone for a second, and then the floor starts rumbling and a flood of shroomish march in, like, hundreds. They all live in the mansion, hiding around the grounds, like, this is their home. And there's so many, Team Rocket never had a shot of fighting them. And the massive stun spore the shroomish unleash takes them completely out. So while that happens, Ash and company run outside for fresh air, and Max thinks that the shroomish must be really sad. There's so many of them, and they're about to lose their home, and more than that... They miss the little kid who used to play with them. They miss the happy home full of trees and other shroomish and kind people, and they're just clinging to this wreck of a building that no one comes near anymore. Alex, uh, that's the man's name, I don't think it's ever said in the show, but he starts to think about this. He's been missing the shroomish too. Uh, but this construction project is a little bigger than just him, so it may be too late for him to be like, hey guys, let's not tear down the building. Uh, but meanwhile, Team Rocket is ready for revenge, and they grab one of their robots and get ready to mow down the twerps. They crash into the building, which draws out all the shroomish, and then their robot can just pick them up one by one. Uh-oh. But that's kind of what gives Alex the little push. Like, he's like, enough of just standing by and letting things happen. We've got to protect your home, shroomish. And he rallies all of the remaining Pokémon. 
The Shroomish use Stun Spore, and Brock's Fortress uses Rapid Spin to keep the mist hanging over Team Rocket rather than dispersing into the city. Um, the robot protects Team Rocket from Stun Spore, like they're completely sealed off, until Jesse and James complain about the stale air and Meowth opens a window. Not the team's brightest move, and with the window open, Alex tells the Shroomish to use Leech Seed for a more direct approach. And that takes care of Team Rocket. The Pokemon send them all blasting off. But now that the crisis is over, Alex says the mansion still has to be torn down. But the Shroomish won't end up homeless. Like, the mansion's decrepit. It's gotta go. But they can plant a new forest and restore the area. They can make a new, safer place for the Shroomish and, and live together and play. Alex is on the Shroomish's side, like, you know, the city's still growing, they can't just, you know, nix the construction project and let that, you know, unsafe, falling apart building stand, but he's not just gonna abandon or forget about the Shroomish again, and that's a better solution than just stopping the construction. So a good little episode, a nice day for Max, who, like, is so eager to be on a Pokemon journey and meeting Pokemon and training them and playing with them. Like, it's nice to see him getting to, like, interact with a few and putting some of his research to work. And Ash and Max bonding, like, kind of makes my heart sing. And I kind of love these types of filler episodes, too. Like, Pokemon doesn't always go super deep because it is a, a, a children's show for very young children. But I do like the emphasis that this show puts on, like, trying to find compromises and, like, conflict resolution through, like, understanding. And it's a really little thing, but the fact that this guy at the very end, he's not like, okay, we're not going to tear down the mansion, we're not going to touch anything. He's like, no, we, we still have to tear down the mansion. And I think it, it seems implied that this construction project is still going to go through but maybe not quite in the way everybody originally planned. Like, it would be kind of boring to have an episode full of city council meetings trying to figure out where those new buildings that they were planning on building are going to go, and, you know, the logistics of planting a new forest in the middle of the city, all those things. Like, it just doesn't serve the needs of the show to go into all of that. But I do just like this show's emphasis on finding solutions to these problems that maybe aren't always perfect. Like, they don't get to keep their mansion where all their happy memories were and and in Alex's childhood and all that. The memories of the grandfather that the Shroomish loved. Like, they're going to have to tear that down. And it's not like they can just tear down the whole city and plant the old forest that the Shroomish used to live in. But you can see by the end of the episode that whatever the solution is that they do come up with, they're going to be making it thinking of how they can live together. And I do love the filler episodes that focus on things like that, especially lately. I'm appreciating them more. But yeah, that'll do it for today. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you want to comment on this episode or find links to other fun Pokemon things, you can visit pcappypodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Or you can send emails to pcappypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes and rate and review us there, or many other podcasting apps available. Thank you so much for listening, and we will all meet again next time. This has been Peak Happy Podcast. Gotta catch them all. Mm -hmm.